This episode of the Golf Game Podcast on the Sports Game Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from Boost. Same game pathway is to live in-game odds. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and get a, a bet $100 to get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions do apply. And we're also brought to you by our mini helmet contest. The SGP mini helmets are now in the store, and we're giving one away for free. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet, and that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. Uh, and football bingo is back this time. It's the NFL Christmas Day slate. Free to play, and every bingo gets a $100 SGPN gift card exclusively on the SGPN app. All right. Steve, we're in the doldrums, man. It's uh, not a whole lot of golf going on, so we're going to do a mailbag show, man. I'm ready for golf to be back. I really am. Well, yeah. I know I was, bur- I was burnt out at the end of the season, but now I'm like, come on, let's go. You, you don't want to spend a half hour in the PNC? Right, you know, Charlie Woods a swing? No, dude, some of that shit was gross, dude. Like they were like, look at the size of the kids' hands. I'm like, all right, man. I'm like, fucking relax. I mean, Everybody I'm not relax. even on social media, but uh, Google News still pumped all that content uh, directly to uh, my my end of the world. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it got me thinking too. Like, you know, we're th- we're thinking about the PJ Tour's future and what it wants to really accomplish, and I just have a funny feeling that. Their primary strategic goal for the next 10 years revolves around Charlie Woods being good. And if he's not good, then all this is just over. Daly's <laughs> kid seems better than he is. He, well, I mean, he's a, he's a D1 player. And isn't Charlie like 14 right now? I don't know. See, that's a good thing that I don't know. I have no idea. But yeah, the, uh, yeah I love, dude, the Daily, Daily was in the hospital today. Did you see that? What the fuck happened to Charlie? I didn't see that. Why it happened? I don't know. He tweeted out a picture from him from a hospital bed. No idea. Yeah. The gout? He seems what? like it's somebody who suffers from gout. Yeah, no doubt. Although I think he said about shout, shout, shout out Tommy. Yeah. Well, shout out me too. I'm also a gout user. Although, oh, you're a gout. I, I am. Gout? I take my uh, my medication every day. Although I shouldn't joke. I think he's actually a cancer survivor. So he uh, is. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. yeah. But why don't well, we? I won't do that again. So. Yeah. But uh, no, we uh, so tonight we're gonna have the mailbag. But I think first, um, after the dramatic events of what happened to your New England Patriots on Sunday. Uh, maybe we can just, you know, open up the microwave because it's four days old now. It's been sitting out. But while we put all your spicy takes into the microwave, let's heat it up for about a minute and a half. How you doing? You okay? Yeah, dude, I'm fine. Like, it's just such a joke. My team is such a joke. You hire that fat fuck Matt Patricia and that moron Joe Judge, and this is what you get. And it's Belichick's ego thinking that defensive coaches can just come in and call plays. They literally have, like, the smallest menu of plays. It's all Ramondre Stevenson. Mac Jones... I don't know if he sucks or not because I have no idea, but I'm pretty sure he sucks too. Like, like I'm not sure, but it's just, it's just, it's a bad listen. Whatever, man. I fucking hammered the under eight and a half and it's going that way. And I am literally going to lay the largest bet of my life on Cincinnati. Monster. The only shot the Pats have is if it's like a win game in Buffalo. Like, I don't care what the matchups say, anything like that. This team sucks. It's broken. Matt Patricia's a, I, 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 he's he's a fucking moron. Like he's just he, he's the worst, the absolute worst. The play calls suck. The team sucks. There's no talent. Bill lost it. Like it is what it is. And like I'm just the I, 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 we're, we're the peasants of uh, 
of football. And uh, I didn't like it when I was growing up when the Patriots sucked, and now we suck again. And whatever, it is what it is. I get to get mad on Sunday. Like my kids, they were like watching me, and I was like, "You gotta be fucking kidding me!" When that happened, and they were all like, "Oops, all right, we're gonna go in our rooms now." And I just sat there. And I just laughed. I just laughed. Like, what are you supposed to do? You can just fucking laugh. John texted me, and I was like, "I was like, it's not on Myers. It's not on Myers. It's not on. I mean, it is on him, but it's definitely just because of." You know, it's it's the whole thing is just Patricia. Like the players thought they had to do that when they didn't think they had to do that. You know what I mean? Like because they like my offense is so fucking bad, we're just gonna start laddering it because if we go to OT, we're gonna lose. And don't even get me started on that touchdown. It wasn't a fucking touchdown, but I don't actually no, care it because if we actually no, it wasn't even fucking close. But I don't care. I, I would rather fucking lose, lose out. We get like a top ten pick and we can blow Patricia and Judge the fuck out of there and actually bring an offensive coach in. Give me Billy O'Brien. Give me somebody. Give me fuck. Adam Gase at this point, somebody who knows how to run an offensive fucking play. Our O-line blows. Listen, I knew it was all coming. I, you heard me say it at the beginning of the year. I even took the alt-line, which I already lost on the six and a half, but <laughs> it's a miracle that we even did that. It's only because we played the fucking coolest Jets twice a year, and Zach Wilson fucking blows. Like Our team sucks balls. It sucks. I hate it. Ramondre's a beast. Judon's a beast. Um, I guess Uche's okay, but I don't know about Mac Jones, man. I don't know. Maybe he's like Tua. Like, if you give me some... If you gave him Waddle and Tyreek, would he look good? Yeah, probably. But we'll never do that. We're going to take some fucking scrubs off the pile and fucking, ugh, I just, I can't, man, whatever. It is what it is. I, I bet against them on Thanksgiving and clean the fuck up. And I'm going to bet against them on Christmas and clean the fuck up. Too. Okay. I'm, I hate that. I mean, I hate, I, I, I hate, I hate Matt Patricia with the fire of a thousand suns. Okay. Fucking hate Maybe him. we'll get to him in a little bit. Um, but I think I'm ready to make an opinion on Matt Jones. Yeah. I think he sucks. I think he's a petulant, whiny bitch who has been yelling and complaining to everybody. But I also wouldn't saw, you if Matt wouldn't you if Matt Patricia? Yes, but I also saw seven or eight horrible, oh, horrible throws, horrible. And you know what? If you're going to yell and call out your offensive coordinator, you actually better execute the stuff that's actually there. And when you don't do that, you just look like a petulant, whiny bitch. You look like Ryan Leaf basically I, at that point. You're just an asshole who sucks. <laughs> and that's what I think Matt I mean, Jones I, is right now. I think he's Ryan Leaf. I mean, I don't think he's that bad, right? I, like, but I, but it's hard to tell, man. Like, you're right. Like, what is kind of eleven of eleven of thirty one? Yeah, something terrible. That's horrible. Dude, he airmailed so many bad. Like, but yeah. I don't know, man. The offensive line is so fucking bad. He's so jittery. You realize they were rushing fucking three and getting home. Mm-hmm. They were rushing three and getting home. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like what Giants fans were saying about Daniel Jones the last like five years. And yeah. it kind of just goes. Listen, he's. Jones has been playing pretty good this year, but he has a very defined ceiling. This is his best yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I yeah. don't think I don't, you're, I don't, you're starting I, to talk like that, though. No, I don't think Mac Mac Jones is ever going to be like you know a top five QB or anything like that. Okay. But he could be. I'd, I'd probably be top twelve. You know what I mean? Like with a decent offensive line. But the fat fuck Patricia's coaching the offensive line too. Did you know that? Oh, shocking! That sucks too. So weird. So weird. I fucking hate him. I hate okay. that. Now let me ask a question. What what's the more embarrassing play involving the Patriots? Is it like I'm going to call this one home run failback? Uh, it's a terrible name. All right, terrible. it's it's a play on home run throwback from uh, the Bills and the Titans. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah, yeah. All right. You know what? Let's scrap that. That play. Yeah. Uh, is it the butt fumble, or is it when they had Gronk playing strong safety and the Miami Dolphins oh, ran it back for this? Like, that's the most embarrassing. Oh yeah, it's way more embarrassing than 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 that. Yeah, like the miracle in Miami is what they call it. Like whatever, yeah. we still 
I think we still went to the Super Bowl that year. I think I think butt fumble is still the more embarrassing play. But that, yeah, well, the butt fumble is the most embarrassing. That wasn't my team. That was the that was Sanchez. Fumble. Well, I mean, it involved the Patriots, though. That's what yeah, I yeah, that was great. That was Thanksgiving night, and it was fucking. Oh, I glorious. do. I remember that, that yeah. was a first. That was one of the first. That was the first Thanksgiving I spent with my mother in law, who uh, back then was a Jets fan, and uh, I'd awesome. never heard her howl and cackle and laugh as hard <laughs> as I. We we probably watched that twelve straight times. It was great. I still remind her of that. So I think I think I, I, think I uh. Yeah, I was lighting Colby up pretty good. One of my uh, one of my good buddies from back in the day was uh, a huge Jets fan, and I was fucking yeah, was, yeah. That back was, when you were on top of the world and king of everything, and uh, yeah, Belichick was a a god, and you had Brady, and no matter what you threw out there, everything worked. And now you got this; everything's come right around. So, yeah, I, I saw that. So, I know everybody else who's watching the stream saw that too. This is true. Yeah, sometimes I forget we're actually on camera again. <laughs> um. It's 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 a new thing. It's a new thing. So, all right, why don't we take a, a quick break and then uh, why don't we get to the mailbag? Yes, let's do the mailbag. Listen, WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Given Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states and there's tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays. Plus, for the DGENs only, you try your luck at WinBet's Palais Wheel. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now. Win bet. If you're ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100 bucks and win $100 in limited to state availability. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's so they know who we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 and older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. That's what... Kirsch to text me all the time. He just texts me that phone number. It's irritating. <laughs> I mean, he might have a point. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. All right. All right. Why well, don't we get to the mailbag? Yeah. So we got, uh, I think, like 10 or 11 questions. I have, I have some impromptu ones, imp- sure. improvised ones that I think I'm going to put you on the spot for. <laughs> so okay. while we get right to it, uh, first one from our loyal listener, Polly Poodle. Polly. A good old fashioned. FMK game. It's, so, it's, at, at, it's MFK, Mary Fuck Kill. Uh, whatever. He, how it was presented on here from a producer, he put it the other way. So, all right. So, three guys, yep. three golfers. If you yep. marry, you fuck him or kill him. Patrick Reed, yep. okay. Patrick Cantlay, yep. or Tommy Fleetwood. So, I go back and forth between if I got to kill Cantlay or Reed. Like save society from a serial killer? Do I kill Cantlay? You know what I mean? Do I do I prevent further deaths in him wearing someone as a skin suit at some point? But I think Patrick Reed's such a fucking prick. You gotta kill Patrick Reed. You gotta marry Cantlay for his Goldman Sachs money and all the other money that he's already made. And if he ever goes, if he ever goes to live, he's gonna make even more. So you marry him for the money. And you gotta fuck Tommy Fleetwood, right? The flow. Cute dude, I guess. Better than fucking Cantlay. I, I could imagine. Can you imagine fucking Cantlay and that little uh, little tongue going? No, no, thank you. That's a horrifying want. image. Yeah, Thanks I don't for want to that, see buddy. That. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad we were on camera. So, so, I, someone's going to gift that too. Um, there you go. All right, the, uh, that's mine. What about you? Okay. Um, I'm going to marry Patrick Reed, and let me let me tell you why. Because that man is charming. He is handsome. He is um, has very good morals. He is uh, honest. 
And he is definitely not the type of person that would find this podcast and <laughs> sue us for everything we got if we said we would kill him. Oh. So I think Patrick Reed is just a man's man, and <laughs> I would love to spend the rest of my life with him and uh, not find myself in court. So uh, I'll take that. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to probably fuck Tommy Fleetwood yeah. because I, I remember after the Ryder Cup, you know, he had the Mollywood thing. They actually did a mock, uh, like, Molinari and Fleetwood basically oh, had a God. one night stand. <laughs> and oh, Fleetwood, no. I think I think Fleet was actually naked underneath the sheets. Oh God. <laughs> he seems like a fun dude though. So I guess it's that. And then I think you're right. I'm killing Cantley. Um, you know, <laughs> we just can't have a guy like him, you know, driving around with a windowless van asking people, are you a size 13 as they're loading <laughs> the couch into it? Um, you know what? You know, not only do we need to kill him, we need to make sure it's proper. We need to cut off the head. Can't just stab him, yeah. leave him in the middle of the kitchen because he's going to get up like Michael Mars and he's going to continue to slay again. So, uh, exactly. yeah, that that's uh, that's it. Now, now the one I wanted to spring on you because you have a lot of, you know, fire and venom for some Patriots guys. Mm-hmm. Let's really put you in a pretzel here, okay? Fuck, okay. Mary, kill. Yeah. Matt Patricia. Okay. Joe Judge. Yeah. And let's really throw a curveball here. A guy you hate, Rory McIlroy. Oh. Yeah, let's, let's really make you squirm. All right, so. God damn it. I don't know. Yeah, it's a hard one. I will. That's a tough one. I'll still kill fucking Matt Patricia. I'll kill Matt okay. Patricia. Okay. I'll kill him. Now, when I fuck this person, do I get to fuck them any way I want? I don't like know, I, dude. Whatever you want, whatever you I can, I can, I can make it like, I can make it like painful, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, 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 it's your game that you're playing. All right, so <laughs> I could like tie him up and use like a sandpaper. All right, come on. Shit. All right. Hey, man, you're just, you, you listen. You know, you know better than do impromptu stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, I probably watch. I watch right into this. <laughs> the, um, I'll marry Rory. Okay, because I, I'll marry. Rory. He does have a sweet, uh, you know, little he's a, uh, home in the my, in Dubai. He's got his own island, so that's fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, he's loaded. Like, as much as I get on him because I don't like him, like, whatever. He still seems like a fine dude. Fine, whatever. Joe Judge is an absolute fucking five tool tool bag. Like, forget about it. Like, yeah, like, yeah. So I, I would, I would strap him up with leather with a ball gag and put a sandpaper condom on and just ruin Joe Judge. And that would be how I would fuck Joe Judge. God, you're a sick fuck. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. All right. Uh, don't know who this is from, but uh, favorite outright win you had this year and not is Kaler 2022. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Got oh, it's a toss up. There's a lot, for, a lot for us that we can choose from. Mine's a toss up between Cam at the Open and Keegan. What about Cam at uh, Century Tournament? Did you hit Cam like three times? I hit Cam three times. Yeah. 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 So, so but, which Cam, Cam was your favorite? The, 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 my favorite Cam was the Open because everybody wanted Rory to fucking win. Everybody. True. And, I, and I wanted fucking Cam to win so bad. I didn't not want Rory to win. And that just made me happy because all the Rory stands, all the tears all over Twitter. It just made me very happy. Okay. Um, but Keegan, like, that's my man. You know what I mean? Like, it was. It's, it's like Rose, it's like Rosemary's, not Rosemary's baby. Um, yeah, I can't. I, I don't know. If, I don't think I could choose between the two. Those are definitely my two favorite of the year. I, I know. Speaking from Keegan. 
how we were that night. God, that bleary eyed night at 2 a.m. We were stressed. Like that wasn't a so that wasn't a fun sweat. No. So maybe that no. the, the Cam one, I remember you and I because it looked like Cam was just out of it. And then I I ended up joining you at like 12 to 1 on after yep. Saturday. So we were on the same side. That was actually fun. That yes. was hopeful. Like yeah. we kind of were like, all right, how's this gonna blow up? But that was like, let's go. Like we exactly. were actually into it. Yeah. The key one was stressful. That's true. Even That's your true. Cam, even your Cam Smith players championship one was stressful because he yeah, duck hooked into 16 and yeah. they hit it on the water 18. Like you couldn't yeah. really enjoy that. Plus, nope. he also beat Keegan too, and you're worried about that. Right, correct. The century tournament right. champions, yeah. we were we were just thinking Rob was just gonna beat him because he was neck and leg. Yep. So that was stressful. I, yeah. I, I think you have the I think Cam of the Open is actually Cam of the Open is right. Yeah. When you yeah. put when you break it down that way, like the stress level of like I just got back from an FSU game. I'm, uh, I'm texting you from some shitty hotel in fucking Tallahassee. Like watching this fucking thing on my phone, like 2 a.m., half like, half in the bag, half asleep, just completely stressed out. Yeah. Cam at the open was my favorite. Just because everybody got so upset about it too. And I love when people get upset, uh, especially when I'm on the other side of it. So okay. All right. I actually but ranked I, I ranked top five. Mm-hmm. So I'll go five to one. So Number five is one I my most recent one. now it's Houston Open twenty five to one. Just because that was that was, that was pretty stress free. Even yeah. though I tried to talk myself, oh, how is feeling? But he led by what six after yeah. Saturday. Yeah, that was a wrap. It's very easy. Um, number four probably Keegan at the yeah. Zozo. But like I mentioned, it was a little stressful, and it was at two thirty a.m. I'm like, I really, really want to yeah. be asleep at this point. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but I can't, so I got to be there. Uh, number three. And maybe I need to revise this after we just talked about, but I'm just gonna stick with it. Scotty Scheffler at the Phoenix Open. Okay. That one, it was so I had Cantley as well. So that kind of took a little bit of the drama out of it, but that was Scotty's first yeah. win. Yeah, you were yeah, you were sweating anything. I wasn't sweating anything. It no. was fun. It was Super Bowl Sunday. I had a good Super Bowl betting show too. So yeah. Um, so that was that number two, Joaquin Neiman 71 at Riviera. Ah, uh, yeah, I forgot. So that was that, good. that was a great call because I remember you pushed back. You're like, you really think Neem was going to win? I'm like, yeah, I think he's going to win. Yep. And they got to a huge yep. lead. And then the only problem was on Sunday, Morikawa started to make a charge, and Neiman stopped hitting putts, and it, it got really, I got really stressed out. <laughs> I remember for a little bit, <laughs> but he won. I think number one was Cam Smith's win Century Tournament Champions. I, th- that was I, I okay. love Cap Lou. We're going to talk about that in a couple weeks. I love the Century Tournament Champions. Um, it was stressful because Rom was neck and neck, but just the unexpected, I think, win because he actually beat Rom and he played yeah. so great. So he kept nailing birdies. I kept expecting him to just, yep. you know, Rom just take it. I think that was my yep. favorite one of the, and, and I think all of us had like Cam Smith too. Like you had him, yeah, yeah, yeah. a yeah. lot of people in the in the Discord had him. Yeah. Um, I think that was my most fun one of the year. Yeah, that was a good one. Okay, that's definitely a good one. All right, now let's get to what we do best though, and <laughs> uh, get to complaining about shit, bad beats. Yeah. All right, what's your worst beat this year, dude? I don't know. Like I can't. Like I bury those things in my brain. And like I, I had it written down when we were supposed to do this thing last week, uh, but I don't, I don't remember. I legitimately do not remember. Like I bury these things. In okay, my brain. I can, I can like remember. When I, a couple, I remember a couple. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I, I get more upset. I get more upset about losing out first round leaders. You do. You know what I mean? Well, that, like, I that's more, like that's your thing. That's your gift. Yeah. I get very. I get like when that gets taken from me. I, I, I get more upset because over like a four day tournament, I'm like. 
my guy's like there on Friday. I'm like, oh, at least he's there on Friday. I know he's not okay. going to be there on Friday. You know what I mean? The only, Unless it's my guy. The, the only one I can remember that you were on, I wasn't, was RBC Heritage with Lowry. Oh, Lowry. Yeah, that's definitely He had it. the lead. And then he chipped it into the water. Yeah. And then I, I had Burger at. Uh, oh, at Honda? No, I had, no, I had, no, I had, yeah, him at the Honda. And I had Lowry again in the fucking rain. Yeah, that's um, on my list. I, I did a top five as well. Yeah, twice. I had two with fucking Lowry. Yeah, he broke out of hearts this year. Man, I swore he was going to fucking win this year. He was so close. Well, so he did times. have when He just it was on the Euro Tour. Yeah, I know. I did bet that one. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, yeah. we, we were taking yeah, a definitely. high <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. Definitely, definitely, definitely the Lowry and then uh, the burger one. Like, how, how the fuck did he lose that? That was a, that know. was that was a rough one. Oh. That was a six shot lead, I think. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah. All right, so yeah. I have my top five, top five bed beats. I know, what, I know what your number one is. That's it. It might surprise you. Okay. Uh, number five, Seth Straka loses in a playoff at the Sanderson, yeah. just, just because, like. It, Losing basically because of how infrastructure is set up at the PGA Tour and the temper and the TIO rules. <laughs> just right. It just yeah. come on, man. Like between Mackenzie Hughes getting a free drop to get out from basically yeah. behind a tree because yeah. there's a scoreboard there, um, to Mackenzie Hughes being able to drop onto the fringe when he just ricocheted around the grandstand. Another one I forgot about too was he was short sided in the bunker, and I thought. And Straka had like 20 feet for birdie. I'm like, this is it. That's right. But then yeah. he was stuck into like five feet. He made the pump. And then he was ended up making, I think, a five footer to beat him in the next play hole. That yep. sucked. That's number five. Number four, Scotty Scheffler blows a six shot lead at the tour championship after 54 holes. Now that's only five to one, but yeah. that was a that was a slow bleed out, too. It was like a lot of paper cuts. Yeah. That was rough. Number three, you mentioned Shane Lowry at the Honda with the monsoon. Yep. That was more just funny. Like I well, at that point, yes. I was coming off, I was coming off two straight outrights at that point. I was like, oh, you know, I'm like, whatever. It's it's golf. This it's what happens. Little did I know that would be the last outright like I would hit for like <laughs> four months, though. Exactly. So maybe I got a little too cocky there, but that was <laughs> that was some horrible luck after Sepshaka hits awful. a bomb. Yeah. And then it just the skies open up. That was pretty bad. And I went on I went on Andy Lack's show for the first time, and I said Lowry twenty five to one, so that would have looked really good. Yeah, you know, so my ego's a little bruised there. Um, number two, Jordan Spieth blows a three shot lead with five to go at Pebble. Oh, I forgot about that. That was bad. I forgot about that. That was also on the heels of Seamus Plower. Uh, Seamus Power. blowing a five shot lead after thirty six, going yeah. to the easiest. Course the rotation course. and put up like a seventy four. Yeah, I had Seamus at me too. Yeah, but then I had Spieth, and I'm like, this is a goddamn wrap. And then Tom Hoagie, who can't putt a lick, starts hitting all these bombs, and then Spieth ends up getting, I think, a fried in the egg in the bunker on seventeen. Yep, so that was rough. And then number one, of course, Hadley blows a five shot lead. I knew it was number one at Sony after you mushed him five thousand times. That Sorry. Weekend. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you're sorry. Hey, listen. You know what? It's great. It was great content for the show. I got to yell at you and curse at you. I have. Who? I had somebody. Why did I care? I don't remember why. I you cared. had. I, I don't know. Remember no. Kissing? What happened was you shit on Henley before the tournament, and then oh, and then you get really mad. Like you do this when you shit on like Cantley or something, and then he goes to do as well, and then you just start attacking him. 
Because yeah, right. you you're just lashing out because of your bad take. That's what happens with you. Exactly. And that's exactly what happened with Henley. You're like, oh, he's just going to win. And you just completely forgot that me and 12 other people in the Discord had him. Yeah. So, and then yeah. finally, he just kept chopping the wood, chopping the wood, chopping the wood, and just it, the tree fell. It's right, baby. Yeah. And then that scared me yeah, off of betting Russell Henley forever. And then I missed out on my Koba. So thank you very much for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. <sighs> that's all right. <laughs> all right. Next question. Right. So, again, just very. Blanket, open-ended question. Who is getting their first PG Tour win this season? Now, I'm going to – let's let's qualify this a little bit, okay? Okay. All right, let's break it up into different divisions because the easy answer is like, oh, Cam Young. Cam Young, so, yeah. All right. So, of Cam Young, Sahit no. Tagala, Davis Riley, who's getting their first win? Like, Cam's going to get it first. I think it's going to be Sahit Tagala. So, that was my second guess, but I don't know, man. Like, I feel like Cam's poised for a pretty big year. He is, but I think Tagal's going to play in weaker events. Like Cam Young's kind of like, yeah. And now, like true. he's like he's going to be like fringe top ten and Pip probably. Like yeah. he's going to to play that, and like say so he's still going to play like Amex, yeah. Yeah, Honda, exactly. Valspar. Like he's going to get easier fields, and he almost won yeah, RSM. True. So true. I like him. I think okay. so he's going to get the first one. Okay, yeah, I can get by. I can get by. All right, those. other recent Corn Ferry Tour graduate from last year, this year, just like. Non Cam Young, Sahid, Davis, Davis, division. Montgomery, right? Like right, Montgomery. Fucking Christ, like he doesn't go away. Like top ten and top ten machine. Like and he plays in those weaker field events too. So why not him? How funny was it that uh noted Taylor Montgomery hater Andy Lack auto drafted him? I know that was fucking hilarious. That, hilarious. was hilarious. that was karma. That was karma. Hilarious. So, uh, I forgot to ask him about that when I was on the show with him last night. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll text him after this. Um, I'm going yeah, exactly. Kurt Kitayama. Okay. He, he was that. a Corn Ferry Tour graduate last year. Um, former winner on the Euro Tour. Second at the Italian Open to, like, uh, to I think Robert McIntyre or Fitzpatrick. Or no, he's like top five. Finished second to Rory at RSM. Like, he's a big hitter, too. He can scramble. Like, his long irons are pretty good. He just can't really putt. So maybe just like Luke List and kind of falls into a win at some point. No. But I like that's a dude who's actually like, all right, I've won tournaments before, like even though it's Euro Tour, like I know I can do it. Um, I like yeah. him. And all right, so veteran division. Like guys who've been around and maybe they've won internationally, but they've never won on the PGA Tour. Who uh, who are you taking? Uh, I don't know, man. Okay. How about I give you a couple of names of guys who haven't won? Yeah, give me a couple. Alex Noren. No. Mad McNeely. Mm, I could see that. Denny McCarthy. No. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood. Oh, yeah. It's fucking definitely Tommy. <laughs> I always forget he fucking... I always forget he has a one over It's there. probably going to be Tommy. It's definitely going to be Tommy. Yeah. Even, okay, even though he... Despite, even despite though the fact that he bombed out last... God, last that was awful. God. Um, I think it's gonna be Tommy too. I think Tommy's gonna have a. I think he's gonna get it like Honda or Bay Hill or something. I can definitely see Honda or Bay Hill, either one yeah, of those. Yeah, but the fact that we both, the fact that we both are like, oh, he could definitely win there. He's gonna win. So, I, he, dude, I think he can win the players. Yeah, I think Sawgrass is good. He was in the mix. Uh, he was first round leader last year. Well, not then. I think it was the Rom year. I think he was in the mix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, like think, Rom I, think, I think Tommy yeah. can win though. Yeah, he could definitely win. He could definitely win. Like he's he's really good on the on the floor to swing. 
Yeah. So or like Heritage or Valspar, like one of those. I think you can definitely get that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I think Tommy gets it. All right, Doran. Okay. I know you like. I don't know why you like Doran. Thanks. I, I I gotta think for the Swedes, man. Like I yeah, always like Stenson. I know. I know. For real, it's weird. All right. Uh, whatever. All right. Next one. I think one that's gonna make you roll your eyes. We're gonna make you do this. Okay. Can you do a draft of all the golf course grass types? And apparently, I pick first. Somebody so like our favorite. Yeah. So all right. So I I'm gonna make it easy for you. There's eight, eight. main. There's eight main grass types. And we're gonna do a snake draft. Okay. So here are the ones. Maybe you should write it down. Well, let's just just go. Let's see. Okay. Let's see if I can right. do it without. All right. So I'll just I'll do first pick. You do next two. Okay. okay. I'm gonna go with the grass type of the founders of golf over okay. in England and Scotland, Ireland, and maybe it's not the best surface to play on, but you know what? All the great golf courses over there, like St. Andrews and Carnoustie and Royal Birkdale, they're all this particular grass type. It's grass of Kings. I'm going to go with fine fescue. Okay. Okay. Fine. All right. I'm, two I'm, for you. I play on it, so I'll do uh, Bermuda. Okay. And I've never played on it, but I want to play it. I want to play on Zoysia. That'd be my other one. The ball, the ball supposedly Ooh. it's supposed to sit up pretty, right? And make it like super easy to hit your like right? Is I'm right. I think, uh, I, think Mel, I think Mel Kuiper's on here saying, Oh, that's a reach. Well, I listen, I don't give a shit. Like uh, okay, I want to play it. I've never played it. And the way it's described to me, I'm like, I would like to hit a ball that's like it's sitting up on a tee. That sounds fucking awesome. Okay, so you, you know what you can do? You just take uh one of those just take a sponge and put yeah. it in your yard and then hit a ball off it. That's that's what you Okay, well, that's your third pick, so good job, buddy. Uh, two for me, I will take bent grass. Uh, arguably the finest putting surface you can have. Uh, there's a reason why in the South, you know, even though you got bent or Bermuda tee to green, they do whatever it can to do have a bent grass putting surface. Nice and pure, rolls good. Augusta Nationals, bent grass, can't beat that. Yeah. And then I'm going to do POA. Um, <clears throat> you know, I mean, there's different types of POA. Uh, you got the West Coast POA that has different, you know, like rates of growing. You know, it can cause havoc on the greens. But POA can also be really good. A putting surface just in general, like, you know, uh, Wingfoot is POA. Mm. You know, that's a really tricky putting surface to be. Oakmont is also POA. So some of the finest, it's like. It's bumpy as shit, isn't it? Well, I mean, not the East Coast stuff. It's I mean, there's like thousands of different strains of, of POA. So um, the West Coast ones, I think it's probably gets a bad rap because you think about that. But. Oakmont, Wingfoot, two of the best greens, you know, in the world. They're POA. So they're fast. They're quick. Oh, sweet. Lawrence scored a touchdown. That's the first, first touchdown right there. All right, well, there you go. Cash it. All right. Two for you, sir. You said, but there's a different type of POA. POA Anna is different, right? Is that right? No, POA, we... po, po, POA, POA Anna. It's the POA family. All right. So what is. We've done Bermuda, Bent. We've done Fescue, Bent, fescue. Bermuda, Poa, and Zoysia. Technically, Fescue is a different is a form of a bent grass, but All right, we don't need we don't need to get that okay. deep. All right, Rye. Rye is technically it's a bent grass. All right, what are the other ones then? I don't even fucking know. Just do t- pick pick Rye then. Okay, Rye. All right. You like you like good wait, so I'm right. So that does count as a as one of the Yeah, technically pick a good ryegrass rough. Okay. Okay. So and then one and then one more. Uh, there's two left. 
I mean, I didn't have Rye on my list, but I guess it counts. Uh, I don't know. Give me, give me an options. Give All right. Options. I mean, uh, you got past Palum. You got oh, past Poet Trivialis. You got Kukuyu. I thought that's what I was talking about. So I suppose. Oh, uh, you know, I you said Paula Anna. Anna. No, I know. Poet, but Poet Trivialis. Trivialis. Different one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's the one that's more bumpy. See, I, I caught, I, I consider that Overseed, which is the poet. Like okay. that, that turns a Bermuda one into like basically. Whatever that is. Wait, so is it now I'm fucking confused. Past pollen, is that the one that sits up? Past pollen is, nice is the one that's salt tolerant. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Whoever one. asked this pollen. question, by the way, got way more than they bargained for, or this is exactly what they wanted. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Past pollen for me. All right. Past pollen and then uh, rye. Okay. Then I'll do last two. Um, I will take Kikuyu, mm-hmm. which is uh, the grass in Riviera. Yep. A little sticky grass. And I will take. I guess I'll say I'll take overseed. Okay. So all right, that's it. I, I, I think I think overseed is the worst form of golf course grass just because you're basically masking dormant Bermuda, which can be fun to play on because it can play very fast. You're basically doing it for cosmetic purposes and you're gonna slow down the golf yeah. course and at this point, there are different forms of Bermuda that are more cold tolerant. Um, you just don't want to spend the money in order to do that. So yeah. you just throw a bunch of overseed on it, and I just think it doesn't look very good. So, Makes sense. Okay. All right. Next question. So I think we're done. No, we got a couple other golf questions, but we're going to a food question. Okay. If you can eat only one thing the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh Fucking ribeye, I guess. I die young. I die young, but I mean, yeah. That wouldn't even be like a top three or four choice for beef. I don't like rib. I don't like ribeye. What is too much fucking flavor for you? It's too fatty. Yeah, you cut off half. You cut off like two thirds of it. No, you eat the fucking fat. What are you like? What are you like? What are you like? A fillet with fucking no flavor. I do. I do like a nice dry aged fillet, medium rare. That I could eat that every single day. Why would Fuck why do people face. eat Blazing the gross. white like because it's like flavor? It's rubbery fat. Because it tastes fucking great. And if you cook it correctly, it fucking it breaks down and renders and goes through all the different parts of the meat, makes it nice and fucking buttery. Mm, yeah. I'm doing a fucking ribeye roast. I'm doing a rib roast for Christmas on something. I think I think I think I think the fat on a ribeye just tastes like candle wax, basically. It's got that texture. Wrong. So all right. Wrong. Right. Well, dry age filet for me. All right. How about non beef division? Like any like actual like dish? Like a dish? Yeah, like a dish. Probably. Fettuccine with chicken, probably. That's a good, that's a solid choice. Yeah. It's like solid, like, yeah, fettuccine alfredo with chicken. Like, okay. Because yeah, I love the red sauce, but it gives me the hot burn. So, yeah. Um, I'm probably going to go with a dish called Utica Greens. I, I, I think I've mentioned this on the show before. Um, yeah, just you take some escarole, saute in some olive oil, throw some breadcrumbs, prosciutto, uh, hot cherry That's peppers on it, Parmesan cheese. It's a staple in uh, Utica, New York. I spent a lot of time there for uh, my past life as a uh, uh, public accountant for a uh, regional accounting firm here. Um, yeah, you get a little, mix, that. A little mix of everything: some cheese, some greens, some yeah. some meat, some veggies. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's right. it's, it's it's substantial, It'll make you full, but it's not quite as heavy as like a pasta dish which there's a couple other in there now there are something called uh at one restaurant in utica called uh um 
I think it's called the Village Greens. It has potatoes in them, and that's actually it was really good. Thought, but it's that's like, right up my alley. It's like eating a brick, and it stays in there for about forty eight hours, and it's not fun to get rid of. I mean, I'm doing I'm doing because they because I'm doing the roast like they want to do uh, baked potatoes, and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I'm still doing mashed potatoes too. Also, I'm having two different potatoes. Okay. Christmas. Yeah. Right. Right up to that stereotype. <laughs> there you go. All right. Next question. So, again, uh, it doesn't say who, but what do you you guys like to do outside of golf and work? I mean, really, I mean, I just, I don't know, watch more sports, gamble. Uh, I play a bunch of board games with the kids, video games with the kids, mm-hmm. hang out with, uh, I, mean, I don't really hang out with too many people. It's usually Pete and his family or Tommy and his family. And, uh, yeah, concerts. But yeah, I mean, I like to golf, gamble, hang out with the family. And dude, I've had fucking kids for 18 years. So, you know, it's mostly homebody shit unless I'm going to a concert or like a random night out. Yeah. I mean, both of us are upper 30s at this point. We have, kids. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I live in Rochester, New York, where it's warm for three months a year and I'm cooked <laughs> up for the next six. Listen, nobody um, told you you can't move to Florida. Your, your family has, is smart and has moved here. You should join them. Yeah, I will eventually. You know, I mean, my, my job actually also is beneficial to be up here. So yeah, absolutely. There's no, yeah. there's no, there's no salt. There's no salting the roads down here, buddy. <laughs> no, there's only salt on your margarita rings. That's right. Let's go. Um, no, I mean, listen, like I'm basically a dad. Um, yeah. I like to watch sports like you. Yep. Um, that's really about it. I think the only like thing I guess that might make me unique and you've kind of seen that is. I love bossing you guys around in fantasy leagues by being the commissioner. And I take a lot oh, of pride. True. I take a that lot of pride true. in it. And as you've seen the it, listeners have listeners have no idea. Yes. The amount of work that you do. It's fucking, it is. I, I start every morning by administering our league as far as either updating transactions and our keeper allocations or and sending, updating and sending budgets. 5,000 word emails. Yeah. Listen, Hey, I'm a writer. That that's how kind of all this started, which is my writings about our fantasy football league. And then my sister's like, hey, you should actually write about sports. I'm like, all right, fine. Let's see how it happens. Um, no, I uh I take pride in the fact that I have been in some horribly run fantasy leagues before. And I think after the last one that I was a commissioner, I vowed I'd never do that again. I'm just gonna do it myself. And I think my leagues are some of the most efficient, well-run leagues out there. Yeah, dude, I would agree. I mean, you do our guillotine league. I mean, that shit is, uh, yeah, man, it's uh, yeah. yeah I am put- the fir- I am the first one usually to jump on board and run a good fantasy pool. Even yeah. like silly ones, like I just did a World Cup pool with two of my buddies. I'm the one keeping the score. Right, I'm the right, one right. sending updates. I just love doing that. Thank God that's over, by the way. <laughs> Christ, I know it was a good final though. I didn't watch a fucking. I know, you were just mad it almost got into, bled into one o'clock football on Sunday. But I honestly, my life is pretty boring outside of this and uh, golf yeah, and being I, a dad. Yeah. And I don't really know what you want. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't really like music. I don't go to concerts. I mean, there's. Yeah, you gotta, I can you, attest to that. He does not like music. It's very. It's not I don't like music. I just, I don't know. I, per, I, I listen to podcasts. You know, I mean, I, I do too. That's but, really all I do. Yeah. I don't know. I so, so right. do you. I mean, do you at least? All right, so let me. Th- all right, so it's Christmas time. Give me your top three Christmas songs. Oh God, 
Um, I've always liked Oh Holy Night. Oh, that's just a good one. Good yep. one. Um, I mean, Jingle Bells is a classic. Jingle Bells sucks. And Silent Night. Silent Night is great. We'll stay uh, with the night. Night. Yeah, Silent. Yeah, Silent Night's great. So, unfortunately, though, my but my what, daughter's what, obsessed with the uh, the Blues Clues Christmas song right now. A, oh god. Yeah, a blue Christmas terrible. with you, and that's all she wants to hear on Alexa over and over and no. over. And she's not quite doesn't have the diction in order to actually tell Alexa what to do. So we have to ask Alexa what to right. do. Yeah. We're still in that phase. Um, we're hoping fun. to get out of that pretty soon. We're trying to you know make her be a little more crisp with uh, her pronunciation. Yeah, uh, good luck with that. Yeah, exactly. So right. that, that's my, that's my life. Basically, responding to my daughter what song she wants and telling Alexa to play it. That's 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 what I like to do outside of golf and work. There you go. <laughs> like it. All right. Next question right, from up. From Pete Campbell. Uh, that's 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 why that's Pete. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is your handicap? We had a similar question, I think, the last time we did. What is your handicap? What is your handicap liquor induced handicap? So basically, what's our updated handicaps at this point? Yeah, I mean, so uh, I've been playing a whole lot, but like I said, I mean, I'm probably somewhere between like a 16 and 18, like I, usually high 80s, low 90s. But, but so I, by the way, I think we've talked about this. I think that you're playing the wrong tee boxes where I think you'd have a lower handicap if you just moved up a tee box. I know. You're probably right. Yeah. The uh you're probably right. But but with the short but no, that's probably not right because my short game is so bad. But that's that's the week that's the weakest part of my game. I have no feel. Me and Tommy were talking about it last night. Uh like I just it's so mental with me around the greens. I'm just so terrified to skull it. Um but yeah, like and, and here's the deal, like the liquor thing is it's a very fine balance as everybody listening knows. Like you get in that, you get in the pocket, you're grooving, like it's nice and you can shoot a low score, but you have that one extra drink and those last four or five holes are just absolutely miserable. But yeah, but whatever, man, if I can, you know, high eighties, low nineties for me, that's a good, I'm, I'm happy with the round. So I feel like whatever, because I'll inevitably four, I'll have fucking four, three putts. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, I'll have a blow up hole where it's a double or a triple, maybe two of those. And then I'll, to get it. Listen, I love parring things. Like birdies is like, yeah, whatever. I'll take it. Like it doesn't happen that often. So I love, I love to par. Like yes, like let's go. Okay, all right. So the official handicap is a ten for me, but that's there's a lot of old rounds because last couple of years stuff has happened. I haven't been playing a whole lot. Uh, hmm. I played a lot more. Kids I played a jobs. Yeah, kids, jobs, life. So I, I I did play a lot more this summer. So based on what happened this summer, um, <clears throat> excuse me, just kind of guess me and like taking like. Best five of eight rounds. I'm a 13, and I think that's fair. I'm usually that's shooting fair. between low and mid 80s. Uh, I have definitely yeah. blow up holes. I what I, what I've done though, and you saw it in the accident. I had yeah, really horrible. Yeah. I've I've cleaned that up a lot. I've worked on my technique. Um, I've started to you know because you're inside a lot in the winter. Uh, my kid has a play map that has a lot of white dots, and it kind of looks. It could be a good putting aid. So I've been oh, doing, okay. I've been practicing putting a lot. I've kind of found something with that. So I'm hoping to improve my putting. Um, but I think, you know, I've come to, I, I've always had aspirations to be like, oh, I want to be consistent, like a five, six. And I've realized living in Rochester, New York, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. So if, I, <laughs> if I'm if I'm a low 80s and mid 80s golfer, pretty happy. Now liquor induced, I think you just hit on a good point. Uh, usually, if I'm drinking heavily, there's like a five hole stretch. I'm really good. Yep. 
And then <laughs> the other whole stretch. Is the other 13 bad. is disaster. So yeah. probably a 17, 18, 19, 20 handicap. You know? Yeah. Just depends. Yeah. So. yeah. Like, I, I mean, my, I think my best round ever was an 84. And then I was like in that, I remember texting you how excited I was when I, when I, right. when I did that too. And like, so when I shoot in the eighties, I'm so happy because I, like I said, I didn't pick up golf until I was almost fucking 30 years old. I was like 27, right. 28. Like, and like, I just, I just love it. Cause it's what else can fucking out of shape guys who drink and smoke butts go be competitive at, you know what Cur- I mean? Curling. Listen, you know, Mush is in a curling league. Is he? Yeah. And there's, and I actually Googled it. There's one down here in Jacksonville, but now okay. I live in St. Augustine. So it's like too far of a ride, but that's, and I don't have enough time for that shit. I'd rather just go fucking with the range of golf. Anyway, yeah. too, too long on this one. Let's go. <laughs> All right. I really got you. And actually speaking of cousin Mush, we have his question next. Oh, all right. so what's a bigger dart throw golf or NFL betting? He thinks it's fucking golf. I say it's definitely NFL because they, the lines are so much sharper in the NFL and I get that it's a dart throw like for an outright, but what I tried to explain to him was my biggest ROI is on matchups and, um, and, and placements at this point, right? Because we're able to figure out the type of golfer who should be able to do here. And we get, we're able to, all right, what form is coming in? You know, what are the stats that we want to look at and things like that? And while golf is extremely variant, I don't think it's, I, I, you're not going to get a, a Texans performance every week, right? Like you should be able, if you study it and you grind how we do over like the stats and things like that, yes, outrights is a, is a huge dark throw. Huge dark throw. First round leader, Literally a dart throw. <laughs> Fucking our boy, our boy Chris literally does it on Twitter. Um, you know, but I think I think football is more of a dart throw just because there's so many different variables in that. You have the referees. You have uh, I don't know. It, 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 I feel like it, there's no sharper line in sports than the fucking than an NFL line. Period. Okay. I mean, we just did talk about. I mean, I know you mentioned hours, but we talked about how it started to rain. And that screwed us five and outright. That's fair. That's fair. I, get I mean, yeah. does that happen in the NFL? I mean, I guess sometimes. Yeah. I mean, you can have like a maybe I'm just a little bit like maybe I, maybe I thought Bush was just just like like good dot throw. I'm like motherfucker. I you know how much time I spend researching this shit and doing stuff. It's not just a dot throw. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like so here here I here's guess. my take on this. So I would agree. NFL lines are really sharp. Yeah. But more often. I find myself, if I make a losing bet, I like to look back and say what went wrong. And most of the time, I could probably look at a losing NFL bet and be like, you know what? I probably should have considered that. I probably should have considered that. Right. Especially with like round to round matchups. Like there are so many times I'm like, I can't fucking explain what happened. Like, like a guy can go from hitting. 17 of 18 greens or 16 of 18 greens and then barely cracks 50% the next day. That's and right. then, or guys just make zillions of putts when they haven't posted a positive stroke scene putting round in like seven tournaments, all of a sudden something sure. clicks and Andy Lack and I talked about this last night. We we're talking about Daniel Berger and like no one's done reporting on his injury. And right. I made the point of, like, at least in the NFL, like, you have guys kind of reporting stuff like this, like, and That's you can kind of gauge, like, how they're going to do We're not, we, like, we can look back at past stats for a golfer, but if we don't know that, like, maybe he slammed his, like, hand in the trunk, like, the trunk, do- you know, door, yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. previous day, yeah. it's going to play like shit. 
Like we yeah. don't have that info. It's true. So true. I think it's I think it's golf. I think in the law over the longer haul, golf is easier to explain and predict than the NFL. But in the immediate short term, there is nothing more volatile than golf. Nothing makes sense day to day sometimes. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. All right. All right. And the last go. question. Take you go, Mush. Fuck you. All right, last question from uh, uh, the Godfather himself, Ryan Kramer. Oh, okay. So, Steve, how long did it take for you to not need a translator to do the show with Capper? <laughs> so here's the thing: <laughs> it's not that I can't understand you. I when I when I thought about this question, it's not it's not really that I can I understand you perfectly. I mean, you speak fine <laughs> English. I mean, you had to talk to clients. Of course, you can speak the English language. Right. Correct. So it was more like when did I feel like comfortable around you? Okay. Like to really open up. And yeah. I think and I think that point was that master show we did where you got basically blackout drunk. And you I wasn't blackout, loose. I was just hammered. You were pretty hammered, <laughs> sir. There are some things like we talked about that I remind you after the fact, like, oh, I don't remember saying that. Yeah. Uh, that's what I think that's story. when our natural rapport kind of got in. I, I started to let my guard down because like up until that point, I was still playing polite. I was still playing nice. Yeah. I didn't really know exactly. But like, yeah, I think that moment right there when we had that really fun banter, <laughs> I think that's yeah. kind of when things opened up for me. And I think it kind of developed this natural chemistry that we have today. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I'm proud of the fact that I, <clears throat> excuse me, when we first started doing this, I was like, are, am I really doing a podcast with the drunk dude who's lead voicemails on Sean Kramer's show with the thick boss? I'm really doing a show with this mass hole. Yep. And uh, I can say right now, you are one of my best friends, sir. And, Thanks, brother. I appreciate uh, that. You too, man. It's, it has been a privilege and honor for uh, more than two years now to do a show. I know. Isn't that crazy? It is. Isn't that crazy? It is. Literally, we talk every day. By the way. Yeah, I know. yeah, and we mentioned like you know, like <laughs> you said, I don't really hang out with a lot of people. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of me. Most of my relationships now are over text messages. Over text, exactly. Yeah, exactly. and you're one of them. Yep. So, yep, so thank definitely. you for being a one a digital best friend to me. You too, brother. <laughs> there you, you too. go. All right. So. What do you? So what do you got planned for the big <laughs> uh, for the big weekend? Anything going on Christmas Eve? Got people's coming. What are you cooking on Sunday? Um. So um. So Christmas is a big deal for my mother in law. Uh, so that's going to be an all day thing. We're going to be opening gifts. So what's nice right now is my daughter is this, she's three years old. She's starting to finally understand what Christmas is and who Santa yeah. is. That's a great age. So do you do the stupid, you do the stupid elf on the shelf. No, we don't. My wife, don't start it. Do my not wife, start refu- it. my wife refuses. Don't do it. It's, it's, a, it's around the house, but it stays in one place. No, dude, it's that's it. Worst. We don't, don't do that. We don't do the game. Don't we don't do say it's thing. watching you. It just, it's just there. Yeah, it's the it worst. Just, it just, it's there. the worst thing. It's the worst thing. It's, I've made so many bad decisions in my life, and that's starting this thing. Like my wife convinced me to do this is one of the worst decisions okay. I've ever made. Yeah, but my wife is at it. We're not doing this. So for all you, all you, all you guys out there who don't have kids yet or still have young kids, do not start. Mm. The fucking yeah. worst. The nut low of because. My wife will get mad at me. She'll wake up at like fucking 4 a.m. because I forget to fucking move it. And she's going to go throw it somewhere. Last night, it didn't move. We we're like, oh, well, we got back late from Tommy and Teresa's. Maybe it was tired too. Yeah. Like, it's the but, the but then the game is over. And then you got to explain why, why uh, yeah. you know, the creepy uh, burglar who's been leaving presents in the tree for, for years is uh, not real. And then you got to talk about the Easter Bunny and the Choose Fairy. And yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm almost there. My 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 what my youngest is seven now. How so how did I'm, you I'm find out that uh the, the big guy isn't real? Sorry sorry to anybody watching, by the way. Spoiler alert. Uh it's been your parents all along. Oh, we should probably put a spoiler on it if anybody listens to that cat or the kids with the kids. Oh the, okay. <laughs> we'll make Cameron fucking put something at the front. Just because if they listen to it with the kids in the cat, like I've done that shit oh, before. I'm like, I gotta turn that shit down. You know what I mean? Like sorry. Anyway, sorry. I don't fucking I don't remember, actually. I don't know. It's probably some prick from school. Like, okay. I don't know. This is not um, everybody finds out some asshole friend. Like, yeah, they're fucking real. <laughs> like, yes, in, yes. Uh, <laughs> so credit to my sister. Uh, she found out exactly like that at the age of five. Oh, it's pretty cruel. She found out from the, the bus. That's depressing. That is depressing. But she kept it going for me. Your dad's a salesman, too. He should have been able to be able to keep that up. No, I mean, they kept it up for me until no but he should have he could have he could have convinced her I no bet. my dad was like or whatever one last <laughs> one less kid <laughs> is a believer uh but credit to my sister she kept it up for years and years um until i around the age of eight i started to become a sort of you know i'm an analytical guy no i was just thinking I'm like okay i mean how many kids are there in the world like how realistic of that that dude can hit every single house in one night. And I started thinking about like how many houses per hour, and and oh I was God, like, and I, one time I went to my mom. I'm like, Stan is Stan's not real, right? She's like, no. I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, the Easter Bunny. I'm like, well, the Easter Bunny is the same thing. So yeah, Easter Bunny's not real. Yeah. yeah, and there's no tooth fairy. So yeah. but, I mean, I don't. I mean, it's probably around the same age, right? What, what, what kindergarten when you're five. First grade, six, seven, second grade. Yeah, so second and third grade is pretty much when you lose it. Yeah, basically. Yeah. 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 Do you know anybody who, like, what's the oldest kid, like, you knew? Because okay. I, I, I think there was somebody in, like, sixth or seventh grade that still thought I was there. Oh, I don't think it's going to go that far. So, like, my <laughs> my nine-year-old is about to be 10. Okay. I don't know if she still does, but she's, like, my sweet little innocent, like, delicate flower. And... I don't know. So she, still, so she might I, be at the point where she knows it's not real, but she thinks if she tells you, she's going to stop getting gifts. No, sometimes I kids, sometimes kids think like that. Oh no, I'm aware, but I know, I, I know my second oldest definitely did that. Um, <laughs> okay. Like she's my, she's my, she's like the mini me. She's a female version of me, and it's terrifying. And yeah, uh, but yeah, my my nine year old, I think. I think, I think she still believes, and I'm like, okay. Like, and I, I think my seven year old doesn't. I think she's playing the game. I think my nine year old believes it. Okay, <laughs> so. interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, all right. What, all right, what, you, what, what are we? What are you doing for Christmas? Uh so I'll have the in laws over. Uh, not tomorrow night. Uh, Christmas Eve, we'll do like yeah, charcuterie and just do some appetizers, hang out, play some cat games, and things like that. Okay. Let the kids. We let the kids open up one present on Christmas Eve. Uh, and then send them all to bed, do the night before Christmas. Uh, I actually read the same book that my dad read to me when I was a kid. And uh, so that's like a big thing for, for me and my family. Like I, I read it to the kids and uh, read a little inscription that he wrote for me back in 1983 and uh, get them to bed. And then we do like a rap party, hang out, watch like uh, Christmas Vacation and like all the like Scrooge, like good, good Christmas all right. movies. While we drink and rap, the next day I wake up nice and early and start cooking for everybody because that's why every holiday I like to cook. I like to be the one 
who feeds everybody and get the fuck out of my kitchen. And uh, so <laughs> feed everybody. Everybody comes to me because I got the most kids. So that's it. All right, the, there we go. Who the who do the Celtics have on Christmas Day? They're playing, right? Oh fuck. You don't care? You no. Know, no, I don't care. I don't care about basketball until the playoffs, and even then it's half assed. All right. Okay. I mean the NFL games on Christmas Day are kind of shitty, so ah, garbage. Like, might be I, I might be watching basketball. We'll see. Yeah, I I just can't get into it. So like you know me, I'm a Bruins guy. Like mm. I'd much rather watch them. As a matter of fact, I'm still yeah. Hey, 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 by the way, that weather there. that you were clamoring for that uh you need to come is it finally there oh you'll see it you'll, you're about 20 seconds behind me somehow even though we're both streaming <sighs> makes no sense you'll you'll see that pretty soon oh i see it yep oh yeah there it is sweet there it is sweet. as long as I, i'm going against garrett oh my god it was miserable who the fuck would go to the game knowing the weather would be like that uh-huh. stupid jets fans Keep- yeah, well, they're Jets fans. Stupid is doesn't need to be attached. They, they look miserable. They <laughs> yeah. just showed a Brock, couple. <laughs> they're losing you, and they're in the rain. Brought to you from the Department of Redundancy <laughs> Department. <laughs> Jets fans. All right. You got anything oh, else? Yeah, exactly. uh, next week, we'll... No, that's it. What's our schedule? Are we doing anything else? What are we doing? Yeah, so we're going to do a major preview next week with uh, Brian Kirshner. Uh, we're going to put a little bit of a unique twist on it, on it though. So uh, I think it's going to be a fun show. Um You'll see next week what we got planned. But yeah, yeah. we got that. And then uh, it's Kapalua time again. Let's go, baby. I like yeah. Kapalua. Yeah. The uh, well, the uh, well. Century Tournament champions and guys who did other good things. Uh, you, you know about that, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. So no, they're they're no. just letting everybody in. Just letting in all the riffraff. Basically, it yes. It is what it is. But yep. uh all right, man. Well, Merry Christmas to you and yours, Steve. You too. Uh, and and uh, Merry Christmas to all you filthy animals out there. And uh, yeah, seriously, yeah, we'll talk to you guys before the new year. But have a have a great Christmas Eve. Everybody be safe. Uh, yeah, enjoy enjoy your loved ones over this uh, holiday period, man. And uh, Merry Christmas. And uh, right, we'll, Merry Christmas. we'll break them books again. 